It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. This is Debbie Kiever. I'm here with Laura Pereno. Laura, we are in the month of November, and we really prayed about it and felt like God wanted us to do a second month of that same series, God Says. Now, I know you and I, um, we felt like one month wasn't enough because there was so much, so many important reminders, instructions from the word of God, things that God has said to us um, that mean so much to us. And and really, we only had four podcasts to really be able to talk about those significant moments. So I'm so excited to be back into the month of November, the month of Thanksgiving and uh, the beautiful trees that we're enjoying to take a look one more time at what God says. Amen. Honestly, Debbie, uh, I remember when you and I spoke about this for the first time, we were both thinking there's no way this is going to last just one month because even in a whole year, if we were to try to cover the basis of all the important truths that God says into our lives, um, we would be taking far more than that. Have you ever tried to read the Bible in a year? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. I have done it, but it is chapters, chapters, chapters yeah, you're a pushing day. It. Yeah, yeah. You're pushing it. And in each one of those chapters, how many things does God say? So it's so hard to even read the scriptures the year. I can't imagine talking about all the things that God says um, on the podcast in just one year. So I am loving these two months. I'm looking forward to seeing what God has to say in this uh, month as we focus on the promises that God has made to us. Uh, Sometimes we focus on the clear instruction that he's given to us. But regardless, he's speaking. And I'm grateful that we get the opportunity to hear what he has to say. You know, the fun thing um, with with the word of God, we learned this when we did that whole series on the reads. You remember the read, examine, Mm -hmm. application, dialogue, seeing the spirit. You can read the same God says and and learn and hear from him in one particular season of life and then study it again. And God will give you a special word that's completely different. Yep. You know, it just, you can never exhaust what he has spoken to us individually. So yeah, this this series, I'm super excited about the the particular topics that God's put on our heart because he has a lot to say to his church. He has a lot to say to his children. And Laura, you and I, he has a lot to say to us. And I think the problem or the challenge is not, is God speaking to us? The question is really, am I really listening? Yep. He's always speaking, right? He has so much that he wants to pour into us. But am I slowing down enough to really quiet myself? Am I doing very well at pulling away the distractions so that I can learn to hear his voice? I think that's the challenge. It really is. And Debbie, I know you well enough, and I'm sure our listeners know you well enough to know that this is a topic uh, that you love to speak on, to teach on, to share about. Uh, Over and over again, as I've been part of even your... uh, your Facebook group. Uh, This is a common theme, hearing Mm -hmm. from God, listening to the Lord. So a question for you. Uh, Why is this topic of listening or learning to recognize his voice so important to you personally? Oh, it is. I mean, it is. I've woven this into teaching uh, probably my entire adult life. And it's just, it's enhanced the last, I would say decade. Mm -hmm you know, to 15 years. And here's the thing. When I look back over my life, over my walk with the Lord, 
there were times where I got really stuck. I got really confused. I got really lost on what the next step would be. I, I was had a lot of doubts. I was looking at my circumstances and not seeing how God was going to work through it. And it was at those times where I pressed in and I took seriously, like, God, I need to hear from you. And he said, you need to listen. Yes. You know, I've <laughs> yeah. been speaking, you need to listen. Yeah. And so I really took that to heart. And it was in those moments that my spiritual ears became unclogged. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I began to see with the eyes of my heart and my, my spiritual ears were opening. I heard him speak through his word. I heard him speak through his Holy spirit. Um, I just, and he spoke something so important in those really hurt stuck places that it was something that held on to. Mm. It got me through. It renewed my courage. It renewed mm. my faith and my confidence that God is a promise keeping father. And when I, so when I, people ask me, why is it such a big deal to you that you hear from God, man, it was my lifeline. Amen. Amen. But then, but then it, it continues on. Now it's, you don't have to be in a crisis to be able to really embrace hearing God speak. It becomes a dialogue that's part of my life that if I don't have it, man, I'm missing it. Yeah. Amen. I love that. And and I've heard your story and your testimony and how important that is and what a, a huge impact that's made on your story. When I think about myself, actually two quick things come to mind on why it's uh, so critical to me that I can hear God's voice. Number one is I am somebody who likes to communicate with other people, right? My, my relationships are based on talking to other people and hearing from them and hearing their heart. And so to think that in my relationship with Jesus, he's speaking, he wants to communicate with me. It, so I'm such a relational person that I think, wow, I've got this relational God who wants to speak to me. But the second thing really, I think is the biggest one for me throughout uh, my study in the, in the Bible, one of the things that I have noticed, and, and it's just, you know, the truth, if people weren't clinging to the one true God, they were clinging to another type of small G God. Mm. And the thing that sets our God apart from every other God, ancient gods that are recognized in the Bible, uh, gods in the, the moment that we're living in that we, we talk about so often, the thing that separates our God from every other God is that he speaks and mm -hmm. so when I hear his voice, I think I, I'm connected to the one true God. Yeah. Like th th it's evidence of who he is. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting because God has wired us very much the same and yet very differently too. Right. And so when I hear his voice, I'm just like, this is another evidence that God mm -hmm. exists and that he wants to talk to me. So I just love how, how relational he is and that his speaking is evidence of who he is. Mm. So I just love that. Um, but I do know that, um, a lot of people share and, and I've been in this situation before too, uh, before I learned how to hear God's voice, really, that uh, so many people desire to hear God speak, um, but they get stuck because they don't know how to do it or they don't know right. how to recognize his voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love to teach on it so much, because once you discover that you can, yep. you probably have been hearing God's voice already, it becomes quite a game changer. And so on this podcast, recognizing this is a short podcast and, and, and I'm going to put it out there, Laura, you know, you know, I've taught months long 
series with yeah. Bible study. Yeah. Hear, how to hear God. <laughs> this is going to be a very high level, but bottom line yeah. is if you are a child of God, you have the person of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. He is the communicator. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the communicator. And as you learn and practice, it becomes much easier to recognize his voice. Amen. It's not such a struggle. So I think what would be good would be to just lay some biblical foundation that God has been speaking all along uh, into the heart of his people. You know, if you look back in Genesis, uh, in like around chapter three, God, you know, God walks with Adam in the, in the garden, but there's a particular verse in Genesis three, eight, where just from context standpoint, Adam and Eve are hiding, right? They've already eaten the apple and they're shamed and they're afraid of God and they're hiding. And it said that God was walking in the garden and then Mm. he spoke to them and it's kind of like, Adam, where are you? Right. Mm. But, but what, if you read that portion of scripture, there is dialogue going back and forth between God and Adam. I mean, it doesn't get more real than that. Yeah. Because God was walking in the garden. Right. And Adam and Eve are hiding in the garden. And there's this discussion that's taking place. Right. But what, what does that speak to us? God has been speaking to his creation since Adam and Eve. Amen. And it doesn't stop there. You know, that's Old Testament. We can jump into the New Testament and we continue to see evidence that God speaks to his people. Hebrews 12, 25 says, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. And if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we, if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? Um, the scripture assumes, goes into this writing, assuming that there is a God who is speaking to us from heaven. We see it evidenced here in Hebrews 12, 25. You know, in the Old Testament, the Lord spoke to prophets and prophets spoke to the people. In New Testament, the Holy Spirit who lives in the believer is the one who is speaking mm-hmm. for God. But if you look back in Jeremiah 33, 3, this is a, a a favorite scripture of a lot of people, but it's a promise Call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and search and unsearchable things that you don't know. God is speaking that to the prophet Jeremiah so that he can speak that to the people. I mean, what a promise you call on me and I will answer. It's not a busy signal. I'm not blocking your phone call. And not only will I answer, I'm going to speak to you things that you have no idea that you need to hear. Amen. And then don't we just love John chapter 10, Debbie? Couldn't we sit in John chapter 10 for like, I don't know, a month, but John chapter 10, (laughs) maybe we should, (laughs) we might, uh, John chapter 10, verse 16. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen, Jesus says, and I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. They too, that means Mm -hmm. we are listening, right? And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. And then in verse four of that same chapter, it says, when he has brought all of his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Jesus himself is saying that his followers, that Christians can and do hear the voice of the Lord, but sometimes we don't recognize it's him and we believe it's our own thinking. So that's the groundwork, right? That's the groundwork that God has been speaking since the beginning. He's still speaking and he, there is nowhere in scripture. There's nowhere in scripture that will state 
that there's a point where God stops speaking to his children. So that means in this year, 2022, those scriptures still apply. Amen. And that if we are his sheep, right, he is our shepherd. If there's that relationship that you've made where you've believed on Jesus and received him as your savior, the spirit of God dwells in you and he is the master communicator of God's heart to his children. And so everybody's like, well, I, that's great, but I've not experienced it. And people like to say, because I haven't experienced it, it must not be real. Mm. Well, that's not it. I would start to challenge, you know, what are some of the things that make it hard for me to sit still and have a quiet time? Well, I have screens in every Mm. room of my house (laughs) and there's probably one in a pocket right now that is, is more appealing, more distracting than sitting still and listening to God. You know, I think we also have gotten used to background noise. And there's a lot of people mm. that just like to have their TV on all day. They're not watching it, yes. but they feel like someone's in the house. Or, I mean, I'll admit it, in my house, I love to have background music playing. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yep. But when you can't settle down to just be quiet in his mm-hmm. presence, because now I'm humming along to a tune of something. Mm-hmm. It's just, our, my body has gotten so used to um, like noise and mm-hmm. stimulation. Oh, and then shoot, Laura, you look at your calendar, right? I look at my calendar and go, um, there's no space. There's no, no time to sit down and listen to the Lord. Absolutely. I love that one. I mean, I don't love that one, but I, sometimes I open up my calendar and I feel like all the voices that are coming from the calendar, right? All the things that have to be done all have voices behind them. Like you're late or you're not prepared, or did you remember about this? And so there are so many voices in the world today, um, opinions, people speaking, people uh, in disagreement or disunity. There are so many voices bombarding us all at the same time. And some of those voices, right, are good voices. And some of those voices are voices that are meant to tear us down, but they're all bombarding us at the same time. And sometimes it's hard for us to distinguish uh, mm-hmm. When we are surrounded by so much noise, uh, what is the truth and what's not, right? Mm-hmm. When is it God speaking or is it another source? And I would say that in this day and age, and I know this is this is key for every day and age that any any individual has lived in, but we have got to know how to hear God's voice above all of the other noise that we hear mm-hmm. uh, in this world today. But in, here, in learning to hear uh, the voice of the Lord, I think there are four possible voices that we can be hearing when we talk about uh the thoughts that we have and we're trying to discern which one is god's voice um there are four different voices that we can hear i think the first one and and i know um i talk to myself all day long and Mm -hmm. i wonder if a lot of our listeners do the same thing but i would say the voice of my own thoughts Mm -hmm. it's one of those it's one of those noises it's one of those noises that never shuts down honestly it's kind of like a background noise for me it's me talking to myself all of the time and sometimes i recognize it's me talking Mm -hmm. but when i'm trying to hear from the lord Sometimes that thought doesn't shut down and like I'm analyzing things or I'm evaluating things or I'm trying to decide which way to go. I've got choices to make or I've formed an opinion about something. So when I go to the Lord and I say, I want to hear your voice, many times what I'm hearing is this voice that I have not shut down yet Mm -hmm. in order to hear his voice uh, over the noise of my own. I think I can be my own worst enemy sometimes when it comes to other voices 
uh, rather than hearing from the voice of the Lord. Yeah. And he's given us thoughts. It's not like it's a bad thing. It's right. just our thoughts are not going to be pure. They're not, they're not the word of God. That's right. And I think that's, we try to, we live in that place of forming opinions based on our experiences or our own processing of things. Mm. And we can make ourselves sound pretty good. And mm -hmm. actually we probably think we're right. Mm -hmm. And But it's recognizing, okay, is this lining up with scripture? My thoughts may not be the way lining up with scripture, like God's yep. voice. Then the second set of voices are the screaming and also subtle voices of the world that we live in. I mean, it's coming from so many places. I don't think it was this complicated, Laura, when we were younger. <laughs> we didn't right? have as many voices. We didn't have as many voices we because we there was in that in, internet was nothing. <laughs> That's right. Right. It was nothing. Yeah. It was more like um, that phone with the wire attached to it. You yes. Know? Um, one or, voice at a time, Debbie. It was one voice at a time. One voice at a time. <laughs> or you wrote a handwritten note and you threw That's it across right. the room to a friend. That's right. But we're not, we weren't bombarded with the social media that we are today. And I just feel like voices have become louder and more aggressive yep. than they ever have. Yep. You know, from, sure. from decades before. And they're the world is constantly speaking opinions and they're getting more and more um not aligned yep. with biblical values, right? In fact, if you line your life up with the biblical value, you actually stand out as say the world tries to make you look foolish. So they're not just speaking through social media in terms of words itself, but there's subliminal messages. All you mm -hmm. need to do is put a picture out there. And now the world is speaking to you that you don't measure up. Mm. Let's compare you versus this picture. You know, you're kind of yesterday's material so you're out of date and and we just um we need a break man mm -hmm. we talk about taking a technology break you know you hear people say mm -hmm. fasting technology or they say to me this i have to admit this would be a nightmare i'm gonna go away <laughs> in the woods for a month yeah and i'll have i'll be off the grid and i start to <laughs> i start to itch i'm like i don't yeah. think i could do that yeah but i have yeah. gotten so used to multiple things lighting up or dinging or vibrating and it is all these messages coming in from the world. Culture is saying too, you need to respond to me immediately. Yes. And then we get caught up in these online demand of these instant demands and they yes. haven't responded to me in two hours. How dare they? And, so and, interesting. And we're so caught up in that, that we're not willing to wait to hear God. Exactly. Even when you were just saying that's kind of where I was going with what you were saying in my own mind here, my own thoughts. But isn't that true? We've put this this uh this requirement has been put on us and how we're to answer right away. And so then we put that on the Lord. Right. You know, like this is just the way we respond, Lord. I text you and you text right back. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting. Okay, so an, another voice that we hear is the voice of the enemy, right? Uh, the devil, Satan, there's so many different uh, names for him in the word, but basically he is the enemy of God. And so the thoughts sometimes or the voices that we uh, come can come into our minds uninvited are things from the enemy. And those typically are things that, you know, disrupt, disrupt positive uh, God-fearing, constructive thoughts that are going on in our minds. Uh, they come in with things that are unloving, things that are contrary to God and his word, uh, things that cause fear in our hearts or our minds, things that criticize others or ourselves uh, or condemn. 
things that are full of vengeance or lust or things that would confuse us. Honestly, we can go to every single one of these and there is a scripture in the word of God right now, even as I'm speaking, that tells us that these kinds of thoughts are from the enemy Mm -hmm. and are not from the Lord. And so anytime that we have a a thought or we want to respond in a certain way that is against the way of Jesus, that is against the teaching of the scriptures. It's against God's word. We can know that that voice is from the enemy. And um, I think the big key there is it's an uninvited. I, I don't think any of us would wake up as, as those who want to follow Jesus. We're not going to wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to invite the enemy to speak into my Correct. life today. Correct. We're not going to do that, you know, but when the enemy speaks into our life, we haven't invited him, but, but sometimes we open doors, uh, but regardless, he's going to, he's going to come at us in the way that he, he tries to, in order to get our thoughts to get us hearing him instead of hearing the voice of God. That's right. So we have our own personal thoughts. We have the voice of the world. We have the enemy who's speaking to us. And then there is the voice of God through the person of the Holy Spirit. Now, we know from scripture that God has spoken in very loud ways when he had to, but by and large, it's that still small voice. He's he's like, I'm not competing. You know, I'm not going to compete. I don't need to compete, but you need to choose. And so what does it sound like? God often um, speaks to us in a voice that kind of, it bubbles up inside of you. I'm trying to think of a good way to describe this. It would be, you ask God to speak to you. And now there's these thoughts that are coming. They're kind of spontaneous, but they are peaceful. Mm -hmm. Remember the enemy can have spontaneous thoughts that come in too, that are uninvited, but you're inviting the Holy Spirit or you're going through your day sensitive to listening to him. And these thoughts that come up, they're, they're, they instill peace. There's joy. They're spoken with love. It might be a creative idea, might be a word that encourages you or comforts you or like some piece of wisdom or some direction. But here's, here's the litmus test. God's voice will never, ever, ever contradict scripture, nor will it contradict his nature. Yep. So whatever he speaks to you in truth is always done with love. He's never condemning. It's never like God is pointing a finger at you and saying something about you. It's always in a, be like, pull you close. Let me share this with you. It might be correctional, but it's always pulling you closer to him. The enemy likes to speak and push you away from God. The Holy Spirit speaks and draws you to God. So if you are someone who's in a position where you're always trying to hear or be sensitive to is speaking to you during the day, you get much faster at recognizing if this is consistent with scripture and with the heart of God, you know, when you journal, you and I love to journal and we're writing what the Lord is saying, because God is filling our minds, right. With things that he wants us to write. I don't know about you. I'm not a writer, right? Like I'm not the writer who just thrives on all the grammar and everything like that but it flows mm-hmm. like what I end up writing. I look back and go, that's beyond my writing ability. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it just, mm-hmm. it's so clear. Mm-hmm. It's so concise. God is speaking with the right heart. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm amazed when I look at my journal, cause I know it wasn't me. 
Amen. I love, love that. I love how God speaks uh, to us and through us. And, and we can look back and say, wow, God, thank you. So as we are, uh, you know, hearing voices and thoughts that enter our mind throughout the day, uh, we need to discern, right? If it's God speaking to us, if it's our flesh, if it's the world or if it's the enemy. And one of the things that we've talked about, when we talk about it, when we studied, Debbie and I did the armor of God here on this podcast a while back, um, you know, we talked about taking our thoughts captive when we talked about the helmet of salvation. Second Corinthians 10, five says that we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And we take thought, every thought captive to obey Christ. And so basically we use the word of God to determine if what we are hearing is the voice of God, or if it is an argument or a lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, right? The Bible says that we have the authority to do this, to take our thoughts captive in order to obey Christ. We take every thought that we have and we compare it to the word of God. We test it, right? We want to take it to the word of God. Does it align with his character? Does it align with something he would say or something he would tell us to do? And then we we run with it that way. Um, I, I think it's interesting here too, because you know there's all these different places that the voices can be coming from, but ultimately uh, we need to take our thought, compare it to the word of God. Mm-hmm. If it is of God, then we keep it. If it's not of God, we don't have to say, well, then who is it of, right? Right. Is this myself or is this the enemy or is this the world or any of those things? We just want to know, is it from God or is it, is it not? We don't want to, you don't have to deliberate on time or where it really is coming from, but we need to, to find out where it's coming from, uh, if it's from the Lord and then, you know, lean into it, live it out. You know, Laura, I know it's not a, uh, a voice analogy, but with money, remember how with counterfeit money, where I'm sorry, any money, the banker will run, especially those big bills under a particular light. And there are markings that will show up under the light to, to yep. determine if the money is real or counterfeit. Well, the word of God is a lamp, you know, it's yep. a light, it's pure light. And so you yep. take the word or the phrase you think you're hearing and you run yep. it through that, that light of the word of God, and it'll come to the surface that, Hey, this doesn't line up. There's something inconsistent here and people start going, right. That sounds great, but there's actually not a light, a physical light that we're going to put it through. Well, the more, you know, the word, the more, you know, the word, the faster you're going to say, oh, this doesn't line up. Absolutely. You know, it just made me think of this thing that happened to me even just today. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, I was, I was scammed on Facebook, honestly, and by some some uh, individuals who didn't really exist, right? Mm. And it wasn't until I went back and found out that they didn't really exist that I realized I had almost fallen into their trap. So praise God, it was an almost. But I was almost deceived by something that looked good, but it wasn't true, right? Mm -hmm. It didn't line up with the truth. Today, I got a friend request um, from something that just seemed a little fishy. And when I looked into it, I didn't have to second guess it. I looked at it and I knew from the past where I'd been deceived that this was false. And it was like, immediately I knew the truth because I knew 
what I had learned from the last season. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it's this, it's, I mean, it's a, a greater extent with the word of God, clearly, but we open up our word, we study it. And when we study it, if we don't know a lot of the Bible, that's the place that we start, right? We study by learning the word of God. And, and just like a, a banker learns to recognize counterfeit currency, just like I now have learned how to recognize um, untrue uh, people coming to, to try to deceive me on social media. It's just amazing. Once we know the truth, other things fall in place as truth or not truth based on what we know in the word. You know, the bankers, they, they say that they give them tons of time touching real currency. So they get used to the feel so that when somebody slips them something that's not real, yep. doesn't feel right. Now, yep. what does that, what does that look like in being able to hear God? You, you hear something and it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like something and what that something inside of you is the spirit of God saying, mm-hmm. there's a check in your spirit, right? You've heard people mm-hmm. use that phrase. It's kind of like, Hey, pause a second mm-hmm. and, and test it, test mm-hmm. it. Now, what do you mean by test it? Take it back to the light of scripture. If you're not, if you're not positive that something feels right, then just, if you do your own homework to check it out in the word or call somebody who is a strong, mm-hmm. has a strong handle of the word and say, can I run this by you? You know, because something mm-hmm. is just not, it's not setting right. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the word itself or the tone or something, something's off before I make a decision based on that word. Mm-hmm. Let me just, let me just go back and take a look at it again, mm-hmm. because the word is always true to the scriptures and whatever you're hearing from God will always reflect his heart of love. Amen. So when thoughts come into our minds, right, rather than just assuming that it is God, I, I think a big takeaway here is like, we got to test it mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing true. And is that word truth defined <laughs> by what I find in the scripture, right? Does right. it line up with the word of God and what, what he says in the word? And then what am I, if I'm hearing something, does it also line up with um, drawing me closer in a relationship with God? Cause Satan does, he'll never do that. He'll never speak something to you that encourages intimacy with the father. He will never speak something to you. That's right. That That's encourages right. holy living. That's right. That's right. And then along those lines is what I'm hearing going to help me to love other people as I love myself, which is mm-hmm. what Jesus said was the second commandment. You know, right. if, if it encourages us to love others as we love ourselves and it aligns with the truth of God's word, then it is of God. And Debbie, I know that you have taught this, uh, this concept of hearing from God in so many venues over several decades. And so I know that it is just killing you right now that we only get to touch on a couple of these highlights. Uh, yep, just the- a bit, just a bit. <laughs> But sadly, I think those are like the two main takeaways. We are out of time, girlfriend. So um, just recapping on what we have learned today. God says, listen to me. And his voice needs to be the one that we discern among all of the other voices that want to catch our attention over our own voice, over the voice of the world and over the voice of the enemy. And, and let's not forget, he's been speaking to his creation since the beginning of creation and he hasn't stopped and amen i cannot 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 stress it enough that it is a game changer in your walk with jesus in the intimacy with the father in healing in freedom Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. need to learn to learn how to hear him speak it's so critical 
Yes. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. So thanks for being here with us today. If you are, if you've heard from someone lately, or maybe it's, maybe it's you where you've just been saying, I need to hear from God on something. Uh, this might be a great podcast to share with a friend who is uh, wanting to know how to hear God's voice in a, in a better, richer, deeper way. I know uh, Deb and I have really benefited from that time with Jesus and man, he wants to spend that time with us. He's always speaking. So thanks for being a part today. Uh, we look forward to joining you uh, next week and we will see you then. Take care. Take care, everybody. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.